So do you want to hear about my tooth breaking? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. <laughs> okay. Um, also, before we get into that, welcome to Not So Famous podcast. Welcome to Not So Famous podcast. We remembered to actually... We uh, remembered. <laughs> ...to intro it beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's funny? When I was editing, sometimes I'm like... I'm like talking and like I can't even understand what I'm saying <laughs> and I'm like how does Caroline know what I'm saying but whatever I understand you <laughs> I just have like closed captions under me <laughs> okay so on Thursday night mm-hmm. of last week I was flossing yeah and not the is, dance not the dance flossing. Not, not the dance I was like flossing my teeth and like I see this, like this chunk fell out, and I was like, "What the fuck did I eat? Like, what is in there?" Yeah. And so I was like, "That's so weird. Like, I haven't had popcorn in a long time." I was like, "What the fuck?" Trying to think, like, what is that piece of food that fell right. out? Mm-hmm. So then I run my tongue against my teeth, and I was like, "Oh, that's not food. That is a piece of my filling that fell out." Because like I feel like coal. Right. So I find an emergency do- a dentist that's like really close to me. So, so you did like, find one. I found one. My friend recommended one to me. Good. So I went, I call first of all. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, how much is this going to cost, <laughs> cost me? <laughs> and she said 350 So I was like, okay, right. not bad. Insurance will cover some of it. Like, right. we're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I get there. First of all, the, de- the, the dentist is like, that wasn't your filling that was your tooth oh my god <laughs> yes so i do have a filling on that tooth yeah. but underneath the filling was cavity still oh really so apparent i guess the original dentist didn't get all of the cavity out mm-hmm. or what i don't know yeah but there has been cavity like festering <laughs> underneath that filling for like it's two three like years yes and your tooth was like, I cannot do this anymore. We gotta go. <laughs> so I had to get a, a filling. <laughs> like um, another on filling. On top of your filling. Yes. And then repair that tooth. But, well, at least, like, you still had the piece of your tooth. So did you have to, like, bring it there and... No. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> no. Because it was... Um, let me see if I... I still have it somewhere. <laughs> How did you, like, repair it? Is it still just missing? It's, it's they just put filling in there oh (laughs) does it like feel and like look normal yeah let me send you a picture of what they took okay of my tooth (laughs) oh that freaks me out a little bit yeah so um it ends up being 800 and something dollars right right (laughs) you call your parents like hi and um the lady was like i can't figure out your insurance and I was like, what do you mean? It's Blue Cross Blue Shield. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's federal employee insurance. Right. So it's like the best insurance you can get. Oh my gosh. Is that the hole like right there? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's scary. <laughs> I don't know if I want to put that on the Instagram because it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> no, uh, no, not if you don't want to. Yeah. Um, but I, I called my mom before and I was like, hey, it's going to be $350. I could do it. I just got my, <laughs> right. I just got my refund. And she's like, no, Caroline, don't worry about it. Just put it on my credit card. Like, yeah. <laughs> cool. And then I was like, hey, mom, actually $850. <laughs> We're gonna invite, we're gonna send it all to the insurance and it's gonna be covered. Holy. Okay, good. Good that they didn't just like directly charge you, right? 
No, I was directly charged. Oh, right, right, right. I had to pay beforehand, but um, <laughs> like I got not- all of the stuff to like file with the insurance. It's not your fault that they couldn't figure out the insurance. It literally, and then also, <laughs> um, um, cold weather really amplifies toothaches. Mm-hmm. And I was walking back, and I so I just had like I just got that tooth filling. I was mm-hmm. still numb, but I was starting to wear off, and I'm like fighting back tears walking. <laughs> <You're> like- <laughs> <laughs> and I I get back to my apartment. Mm-hmm. immediately start bawling yep 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 <laughs> I was like can I leave this I was like I feel so bad because there's so much money and then I have someone paid and I need this cry then you just pop some pop some ibuprofen and call it a day <laughs> I had Advil and then I laid in bed for the rest of the day I also ordered Panera because I was like good, good. I can't do this right 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 <laughs> and it was I had a coupon so <laughs> <laughs> you should and plus like I feel like you can't eat a lot when your tooth is like that right no and that's the side that I just everything the food just goes there and I'm chewing on that side <laughs> not my choice it just goes there it just ends up there it just happens to end up there mm-hmm. well I'm glad you're better thank you <laughs> you have any of those like metal cap metal um I, I did when I w- had baby teeth because I'm my baby teeth came out with cavities. What? Mm-hmm. I never even heard of that before. Yeah. I remember um, Matthew had a few and he was like, oh, yeah, I can't like bite on tinfoil because then it's going to shock me. And I'm my like, fucking- what? <laughs> when I had those metal caps, mm-hmm. my fucking brother was like, here, Caroline, here's a brownie. And I was like, this is suspicious. But <laughs> You've right. never done anything for me. Right. <laughs> I open it up and there's a ball of tinfoil in there. <laughs> That's criminal. That's criminal. Right? <laughs> That's really funny. Did you get shocked? No, because I was like, no, Oscar. Oh. <laughs> you are praying on my downfall. <laughs> so I cracked it open and there was a tinfoil ball in the middle of it. <laughs> I was like, Oscar, I know you too well. Yeah. You're not going to get away with this. <laughs> really funny that's that's creative like you have to give it to him (laughs) yeah (laughs) like you put some thought into that yeah he did he wanted to see what was gonna happen (laughs) he was like this is for science (laughs) science. he was like i gotta do some investigation trust in the science caroline trust in the science (laughs) (laughs) believe science hashtag believe science so so um this week pop culture wise Nothing really going on here. Everyone just said, I'm going to take a week off. <laughs> yeah, well, they really did. Well, it's just, I think that, like, one thing happened that's just been taking, like, something new has been happening about that same topic. You know what I mean? What is the topic? The, the stocks. stocks. Yeah. Yes. So, I have that in our weekly debrief notes. That is really, like, the main thing that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, other things happen, but, like, mm-hmm. if we want to just get into the stocks, we can do that. What do you know? (laughs) (laughs) This is a financial podcast now, everyone. (laughs) Um, What do you know about stocks, Caroline? So, (laughs) really, nothing. Um, It's a, it's a lot of just like picking it up. I, I know you can invest. Wait, I'm Um, still, still laughing when you picked up the mic and just held it. (laughs) You liked that one? (laughs) So funny, and I don't know why it was so funny. (laughs) Because you were just like. 
<laughs> just like talking with it. I'm glad I can uh, make you laugh. It's so funny. Um, I know stocks are made there for investing. Um, my brother would be also very disappointed because I believe he works at like an investment firm. So like, he knows a lot about that. Stuff. We should have him on the podcast. We should. Well, I actually like I really want to learn about them. No. So. <laughs> What I do know about this situation is that there's an app called Robinhood where you mm-hmm. can invest just like it's pretty easy. You just like send in your money mm-hmm. through the app and they make it pretty simple. And the app was recommending people to invest in GameStop. Mm-hmm. And I think a few other places, but I can't remember what else. And then um, because it's I, so low, right? Yeah. And so everybody like a, a huge wave of people were investing into GameStop mm-hmm. and it became so many people that um, investors like Wall Street dudes were like, we're going to cut it back. No one is allowed to invest. I think even the app was like, we're going to refund some people because it's too many people. So now it's Doesn't become that this defeat the whole entire exactly. <laughs> it becomes this whole thing about like capitalism and like <laughs> the man and all this shit right, uh-huh. about how like billionaires are always telling poor people, "Hey, invest your money," and then when they do, it's like wait, they're wait, like, wait. "Hold on, that's wait, not wait. that way." <laughs> wait, no, stop it. So that is from what I've heard mm-hmm. the issue, and then also I found out. Someone, I have no idea who it is, mm-hmm. well, like all over Twitter right now, um, someone hired like a plane that, you know, those planes, I always see them at the beach that'll have like a, I guess a flag of whatever. Oh, behind want, them, yeah. Yeah, whatever mm-hmm. it wants to say. Yeah. And someone hired one that was like Robin Hood, your piece of shit or something like that and is flying it around the headquarters. They're the one that started it. They're the one that was recommending yeah. it to people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, oh, it says "suck my not suck my nuts," Robin Hood. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. But it's like, okay, so is this gonna change the way that you know people can invest? Because now you just get something trending on Twitter, and everyone will go to invest it and sort of like mess it up. You know? I guess so. I don't even know if it's like messing up it's just that they noticed that too many people were investing and they were going to make so much money back Mm -hmm. that people were like wait stop i think i think it has to do that um the companies aren't how do i say this aren't improving or aren't you know aren't leveling as the same amount that people are investing it like investing in it you know what I mean like it's not it's not worth as much people as (laughs) my brain is malfunctioning right now (laughs) it's not worth as much as people are investing it investing in it does that make sense Mm -hmm. because GameStop it's dying it's dying business so yeah but the thing is with investing I think in these places that are dying, it, mm-hmm. it, like it gives them capital to do. Do you know what are, I mean? Right. I think so. Do they get the money? Do they get any money? You know, I've realized, Emily, what? I've listened back to a lot of our podcasts. <laughs> yeah. And I really <laughs> just be doing some saying shit like I know what I'm talking about. And it, like I'm saying things with like such authority 
in confidence that you're in like, confidence I'm like I don't know if that was right like <laughs> so I honestly truly have no idea disclaimer it's all 50 50 could be true could be not, <laughs> could be <true>. not. <laughs> oh I was watching this old old movie called bullet uh-huh. um with my parents when I was back home and mm-hmm. they're there's someone in the hospital and the main character goes what's his chances <laughs> what is his chances on survival and the doctor goes no more than 50 50 <laughs> what does that even mean i have no idea but i have that yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> he goes no more than 50 <laughs> 50 so that's funny. yeah <laughs> the chances of us being correct is no more than no 50. more than <laughs> so who knows who's to right. say right if anyone has advice or advice into investing in stocks yeah. let us know i if would anybody, love to get some more yeah. money if anybody wants to come on here and if anyone wants to invest in us oh how do we get on the stock market <laughs> <laughs> how do we get on the robin hood app I'm like actually trying to think how we could do that. Do do if that. anybody wants to send us money at our Venmo, <laughs> let us know. You can zell us. Guys, it'll be the new biggest trend. Yeah. Oh my God. Underground, underground podcast. New podcast. Underground small business, woman owned podcast. <laughs> half minority owned podcast. Yes. <laughs> Goes to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of like all the adjectives to say, like small business, underground, (laughs) women owned, (laughs) woman led. That could work, guys. That could work. I think so. I think we're onto something. Okay. (laughs) I'm done with stocks. Okay. Unless someone wants to come in and talk, teach us how to do stocks. That would be really funny, actually. Right? The thing is, if my brother were to come on, he'd be like so serious. He would be like, well, actually, like the stocks are like this. According to the encyclopedia. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the next thing on our weekly debrief Mm -hmm. is Claudia Conway. So last week we talked about her because she was on live and her mother was like really verbally abusing her. Like, Mm -hmm. let's just call it what it is. Mm -hmm. And then this past week, um, Tana Mountain... We don't know how to say the last name. Ever. We don't know. I don't know why that made me giggle like that too. Um, Tana Mojo, I'm just gonna say, um, was on live recording a FaceTime with um, Claudia, and so what happened is Claudia's mother, Kellyanne Conway, posted mm-hmm. a nude of Claudia on mm-hmm. her Twitter. Mm-hmm. Now, Claudia is 16 years old. Girl, why isn't that girl, why is that the, um, her mom in jail? Good question. <clears throat> so the police were there. The police were like, I don't understand what's going on and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Tana was like recording it all and being like, this is not good. This isn't safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the face, like it ends like really abruptly. And then... I think a day or two later, Claudia goes on TikTok and it's like, I'm not being forced to say this, but um, everything's okay. Please leave my family alone. We're, we got through it. Yeah. 
And then Tana was like, um, remember a few weeks ago, uh, Claudia said, if I'm ever being forced to say something and I say that I'm being forced, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yep. So now a whole, like a lot of people I've been seeing like all over TikTok being like, I am willing and able to adopt her. I like truly, Truly, I I will adopt her. Mm -hmm. And Claudia, not Claudia, Tana is also like, I, I want to get her out of this situation and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So like, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Like it's, yeah, sucks. it's really sad. And I'm confused on why it's just being able to be pushed under the rug. I Exactly. I don't know. It's weird. And also it's like, if Tana is saying something that is wrong and there's like, so very random s- yeah, all right? influencers or celebrities, the most random thing, but it's also like, if she's the one who's like, really trying to advocate for this yeah, girl it's you know like it's bad mm-hmm. we need to get some more help in here mm-hmm. so it sucks I feel bad for her yeah when I read that I was like I can't be reading that right yeah that's 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 illness, <laughs> that's illness. <laughs> that is illness I feel bad mm-hmm. it's hard this this weekly debrief is like a lot of depressing stuff good great <laughs> because so we've talked about Tony Lopez quite a bit mm-hmm. on TikTok. I honestly don't even know what that kid looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You don't really need to. Good. So his brother, Andres, mm-hmm. is now being accused of the same exact thing. Right, right. Well, I mean, sort of not surprising. Yes. So he is being accused of being a predator. Is he also popular on TikTok, too? Very popular. They both got very popular because of dance TikToks. Okay. Andres was most recently known for uh, dating Hannah Stocking. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> so do you know who Lele Pons is? Yes. Hannah Stocking is the girl, is like her best friend, and they do the same. Like type of videos and stuff? Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The same thing. Not funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me stop saying stuff like that. Um, but so Hannah Stocking, she got a DM from a 14-year-old girl and was like, hey, this has been happening. And like Hannah obviously broke up with him and followed him on Instagram. They had a matching Filed tattoo. some lawsuits. Yeah. They had a matching tattoo together and she like immediately went and got it covered yeah and she's been posting 14? pictures of her. yeah that's disgusting I, he's in his 20s that's disgusting to jail to jail all of them to jail no all of them to jail so another this is not sad at all mm. we're happy for halsey she's pregnant <laughs> <laughs> I really do make it <laughs> I love the way you just said it this is not sad at all we're happy for Halsey <laughs> we just didn't even like transition from the last thing yeah I am so last night I slept with my window like all the way open it was <laughs> so cold <laughs> stupid very bad it's mistake like 17 degrees last night yeah it was a very dumb mistake because I woke up with a headache my nose was so stuffy I blew my nose and like blood came out and I don't ice. have COVID like I promise <laughs> I haven't seen anybody or anything like that mm-hmm. I just slept with the window so open, open. <laughs> so I woke up and I was like what the fuck <laughs> it's like you slept outside <laughs> literally I have like hypothermia but so right now I'm kind of like I'm in a weird headspace because I'm like you're recovering from I'm recovering. <laughs> yeah. I, it kind of feels like I'm hungover, but like 
It was just the cold. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's why I'm like going really s- shifting gears. Right. <laughs> because I don't know what's happening really. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Halsey's pregnant. We're happy for her. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats, Halsey. Um, her pictures were fine. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. I maybe it's just me, but it's like, okay, those pictures I'm like it's a little like flashy. You know what I mean? Is that the <laughs> word? It's just like showy. It's just like why can't yeah. you be like I'm pregnant? Okay. <laughs> I'm pre- when I'm pregnant, I'm just gonna tweet that video. Are you <laughs> is, are you pregnant? <laughs> That's I remember the first time I ever watched that video. Like I know exactly where I was, exactly who I was with, and I truly don't think I have ever laughed harder in my entire no, life. It's such a good video. <laughs> they also have one um about like a Ouija board and how people spell Ouija board, and some That's people funny. say like Luigi board. <laughs> That's funny. I love that. But, but for I Halsey, think um, also I think of the video of her in the mall. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's like 182. <laughs> She's like, guys, sing along. Also, when I was getting this tooth fixed, uh-huh. they were playing music, and for some reason, it was like a Blink 182 cover band. <laughs> So it was like playing these like hardcore songs, but like the voice was like, nah. like it was like not. That's, it was it weird. was like playing the album. It wasn't just on shuffle. I don't know what was going on. Like there was more <laughs> than one song playing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like sitting there. I was like, "This is a good songs, but like, who the fuck is singing <laughs> this?" Okay. So congrats, Halsey. Addison Ray will be in the last season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which is very interesting to me. I'm excited. Like I, I want to make it a thing that I watch every episode every single week. Yeah. I don't know, because I <laughs> your face. Um it's the last season, but apparently yeah. they got picked up by something else. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah, because they were like really crying, like, I don't know, this is a mistake. <laughs> Yes, it's yeah. a mistake. You're going to be missing out on, like, free money. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of sad. It's like, what's, you know, it's like, we don't know life without the Kardashians. Also. Yeah, and I'm also like, what are they, <laughs> what, are they gonna do? what are they going to do? <laughs> that is really weird. They, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how many years it, they were on for. It's been but a long damn time. <laughs> I'm actually sad. I'm excited to see, like, Addison, though. For some yeah, time. that'll be so interesting. I'm very interested like, in she- <laughs> seeing their, like, dynamic. Like, is Courtney going to be doing her interview? And then it's just Addison Ray doing the renegade in the background. <laughs> renegade! <laughs> Courtney's going to be like, so I really don't know what's going on with Scott and I, but I'm really, like, I am really interested in Travis Barker. And I'm and really I'm- excited to go to New York with Addison Ray. <laughs> you know, it's, um, what was that one video or meme of Mason where he was, um, oh, he was like, Travis and Kylie are not together. No. Yes. <laughs> and all of his socials he was on, were like, He was on Instagram Live, <laughs> and people were asking him questions. And he was like, no, Travis and, and, and Kylie broke up. Also, Jeffree Star is not a real rich person. <laughs> he said that? Pretty, he said something about Jeffree Star being like a fake rich person. person. <laughs> I love Mason. 
I know. I think he's hilarious. So that's another thing is uh, Kourtney Kardashian, Travis Barker, apparently dating. I don't know who Travis Parker is. Travis Parker? Is, is he a band. basketball player? No, he's a, a white guy. Oh. He was in Blink-182. Was he? No way. No way. Yes. There's no way. <laughs> That's so funny. Blink-182 isn't older people? I thought it was like older guys. He's 45. How old is Chloe? Courtney. Oh my god, I literally thought we were talking about Chloe. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney's 41. Oh oh my gosh. That's so crazy. She looks great. She looks amazing. (laughs) I wish I had that money. (laughs) We will, we will one day. We will, we will one day. It's manifesting. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So recently Dixie D'Amelio um, was on the Vogue YouTube channel to do a, a day, 24 hours with Vogue or something like that. And people are really shitting on it. Yeah. Wait, um, is it the video of her cooking? Is yes. That in- yes. Caroline, I'm sorry, but I don't know what you see. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. I just think that they're young and people shit on them because. I do they're... people think, I do think that people are they're easy targets. on them. Yes. But watching that, I was like, yikes. <laughs> nothing. I'm like a Google. It was nothing. There's nothing here. <laughs> but honestly, if I was in her position, people are really shitting on her because she's like, they're like, you just got famous off of your sister. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I would do it too. Oh, 100%. Girl, if my cousin's boyfriend was famous, I'm getting famous off of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm yes. going to be using anything I can. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but at, least, at least she's herself, you know? Yeah. She's very much herself, if <laughs> you could tell. She was, she, and another thing that people are really, really angry about is that she was like, I fully got into college in 2019, but I didn't go because I was scared people were going to play my music at parties. (laughs) Like, what? What is she saying? That's... (laughs) And then the comments were like, people, no no one's playing your song. (laughs) But this is so random, but it reminds me of like, when um Brooke Highland went from Dance Moms went to college and they would play her song Summer Love Song <laughs> in the frat party. Oh my god, that's so awful. It's so funny. It's iconic. It's iconic. I'd be like, you went to a two I was an employee. <laughs> I was gonna get employee with a month. <laughs> you would do two for a check. <laughs> I literally I would do it two for a check. Literally. No thought about it. No thought no, about I'm, it. No, I'm I would the, the things that I would do to get a check. I would do mostly anything for a check. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I really do think so. Okay. <laughs> so Logan Paul mm-hmm. called Ethan Klein scum of the earth on his podcast because there is a YouTuber. Why am I now forgetting his name? He's the guy who says smile more. Smile direct club. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no. Oh, Fudge. I cannot believe I forgot his I can't name. can't believe you just said Fudge. <laughs> I did, didn't I? I say that a lot. I say Fudge Buckets a lot. Interesting. Um, 
Smile more. Talk less. Smile more. No. Is that from Hamilton? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roman Atwood vlogs. Roman so, Atwood. Yes, he was I've pretty big. Yeah, he was pretty big a couple years ago. He's like a kind of like a family channel type. type yeah, he's thing. yeah, he's in, he, yes, 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 yes. And I actually used to watch him a little bit back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he like stopped going on YouTube. He was like off the internet for a long time. I think I talked about him in my family. family. You might have. Mm-hmm. Um, what does he do? What did he do though? So what happened is um uh, like a hacker was like i know where you live i have people outside of your house like literally had yeah so he had to move he was off the internet for a year because he was like i need to protect my family hmm. and he most recently he like came back recently and was like this is what happened i'm done hiding and all this stuff mm-hmm. so then logan paul on his podcast goes um i don't understand why that w- why that would happen to like a good person it should happen to Ethan Klein or Keemstar, like scum of the earth people. Keemstar, I'm like, okay, okay. well, no, it's, that shouldn't happen to anyone. But yeah. um, why Ethan Klein? I feel like he's normally fine. Yeah, well, Ethan Klein used to be one of those like commentary channels type of thing. Okay. And he used to go after Logan Paul quite a bit because he's, <laughs> he's an easy target. And yeah. honestly, he's like a deserving target. Yeah. Um, one of these days, I'm gonna do like a whole everything that Logan Paul has done, <laughs> like a whole oh, list, so many things. Yes, and um, like on the podcast, one of his co-hosts even goes, "Yeah, Roman has kids," and it's like, so does Ethan Klein, so does Keemstar. Actually, mm-hmm. they're both parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's a weird thing to be like. That's be like, that's such a terrible situation. Why couldn't this happen to any? this person yeah what yeah and so then logan paul is no one to talk literally no one to talk but then ethan klein saw that <laughs> on tiktok he was like this is war motherfucker <laughs> like he, he was like you've started he's, it he's <laughs> like, you will rue this day <laughs> he really did so on his podcast mm-hmm. he spent his whole podcast talking about every single controversy <laughs> that logan paul has been through <laughs> And he was like, I'm scum of the internet. How about you? And That's good. That's fun. a good comeback. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was really, really funny. Also, speaking about Ethan Klein again, mm-hmm. him and Trisha have the podcast together. And mm-hmm. Trisha is still talking about the Shane Dawson and Rylan and Jeffrey thing. Is there and anything more to it? Not really. I mean, it's kind of the same she's like kind of like divulging things little by little I feel like she she herself was like I'm not gonna give this up (laughs) she was like I don't have to yeah because nothing really happened I mean yeah like consequence type wise you know they've been completely silent and like all this stuff so that's been happening Mm -hmm. but they on the podcast made like a grilled cheese or whatever and (laughs) Trisha didn't eat the end of her grilled cheese and Ethan goes why aren't you gonna eat that and she goes I don't really like the end of things and also it's like a a way to stay skinny and Ethan goes (laughs) he said with peace and love it's not working (laughs) what what does that even like I get it but it's like 
That's so random. I know. With peace and love. It's like, it's honestly, like respectfully saying it's not working. Yeah. So I've been like, with peace and love, you're, you're the fucking worst. I was it's just like, going to say, I want to start using that. Me too. I'm going to start saying that. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> but also, I've been watching quite a bit of friend- Frenemies because mm-hmm. I they have such a good dynamic mm-hmm. they're like brother and sister like mm-hmm. literally the way that they talk to each other is like how you speak to your sibling right mm-hmm. because like with peace and love it's not it's working, not working. <laughs> it's like um don't want to be mean to you but like trying to tell you the truth yeah so <laughs> that was just really funny and also um charlie d'amelia was paparazzied mm-hmm. um and they were like talking about um like they were asking her about going to the Bahamas and doing all this stuff and she wasn't really like answering and I don't know it's like weird you're getting paparazzi and they're asking you things that you don't want to talk about so Mm -hmm. obviously you're just gonna walk away Mm -hmm. Trisha then goes please get her off TikTok and back in school her lack of intelligence slash common sense is appalling and then she goes she's an absolute idiot and then we need to help these girls ASAP. Are they actually being held hostage? It's just like. So Trisha, unnecessary. It, yeah. It's like, she's 16. You don't have to call her an absolute idiot. Yeah. And they're it, not, they're not in any way attacking Trisha or going after her. Literally. They are like. They're like, can we be of, friends? <laughs> yeah. It's like, ugh, Trisha does things. Like, I watch her on the Front of Me's podcast, and it seems like she's wanting to, like, change and, mm-hmm. like, work. I don't know. But then she tweets shit like this, where it's like, girl, you don't need to involve yourself with drama that you are not involved with. Mm-hmm. You have very much your own drama. Your own. You, can, you can do what you need to. With mm-hmm. It's just like, girl, stay in your own business, I guess. <laughs> stay in your lane. And it's also, I want to repeat, I do not think that them going to the Bahamas was a good thing. I think it was actually very bad. So just, just a disclaimer. Just saying, I do not agree with the D'Amelios going to the Bahamas. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. So uh, Coachella 2021. What year is it? <laughs> oh 2021. It sounded like you were auto-tuned for a second. <laughs> Uh, what a weird funky day um so let me try that one more time Coachella 2021 mm-hmm. has officially been canceled yep and same with stagecoach you know it was funny <laughs> when that was uh, when that was announced Vanessa Hudgens was trending <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I love that all right so another very sad thing Laura Lee do you mm-hmm. know who that is? She's a, like a YouTube, YouTube. beauty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a YouTube beauty. I was like, I was trying to like combine influencer and like yeah. YouTuber together. <laughs> um, her mother passed away from COVID. Oh, really? Yeah. She's the one with the fake tears video. Yes. Right? <laughs> she had that scandal. <laughs> but um, I've been I for some reason like a couple of months ago, one of her videos was recommended on my um youtube hmm. and i clicked on it and it was about how she adopted her niece oh really yeah so sometimes i go back and like check in on that yeah i know like, like a lot of people really liked her though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah. is she still making videos yeah oh 
Mm-hmm. she is well and she like talks a lot about how she's like i'm done with the drama like i'm really just trying what to keep was, out of it what myself. was the apology video about so she tweeted something about how this is me paraphrasing mm-hmm. um she tweeted um if only black men could pull up their pants while running away from the police they'd get away yeah yes and then people were finding all these Pretty racist tweets from mm-hmm. her past. Mm-hmm. She's from Alabama, so like, it's not really a surprise. Not a surprise, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. So that's why and she then, made that video. That's why she made that very infamous <gasps> cutting, and then coming back to the cut with like <laughs> tears. <laughs> so <laughs> she said, hold on, let me go to this uh, sink real quick and pour some water on me. I wish like we could see the unedited version of right? her getting up and getting <laughs> back to <laughs> with it. So um, anyways, not to take away from the fact that her mother has passed away from COVID. She right. made a video about it. She said that it was like really fast. She mm-hmm. caught COVID, she went to the hospital, and she, like, passed away. Like That's it was, really sad. Yeah. Another reason why you people shouldn't be going to the Bahamas <laughs> is wherever. You know yes. what's concerning? I, like, sometimes will, like, see TikToks, and it'll be like, this is a sign to go to Mexico with your best friend. Yes, and it's like, no, it's not a sign. <laughs> <laughs> All the comments are like, oh, my God, it is. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I'm like, Girl. No. No. All right. So, AOC, speaking about the stocks, mm-hmm. AOC live streamed she streamed <laughs> yeah and she was like explaining the stock market and what's going on with GameStop and Robin Hood yeah I should have so we should have watched it because <laughs> we probably would have known AOC would have definitely explained it to us in a way she that would we would have like known per- she would have been the perfect person to explain it to us yes too. I agree I wish she like ah uh, maybe she saved it and I can watch yeah. it yeah <laughs> maybe we get AOC on here <laughs> That would be iconic. This. And that then she could iconic. tell us about her favorite celebrity experience. <laughs> What's your favorite celebrity interview moment? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ugh, fuck. Okay. So I recently saw that, remember in the Shane Dawson Jeffree Star like documentary, mm-hmm. um, Jeffrey was like, I was robbed, and like people are finding all of my cosmetics, my stuff. Mm-hmm. all over like the black market yeah well apparently that was like extremely over exaggerated <laughs> and it's like jeffrey was like i lost millions of dollars in mm-hmm. revenue and stuff like that like apparently like he... his warehouses were robbed right yeah apparently oh my gosh yes i remember i guess i'm it's all coming back to me now it it was not millions of dollars worth it was maybe like a hundred thousand it's 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 i just feel like a fool i feel like a fool for believing right? it at all <laughs> i know but yeah i remember because they it was while they were filming mm-hmm. they were coming back to the warehouse and they were like oh my gosh no way <laughs> we got robbed <laughs> yeah so yeah i'm like what a coincidence now mm-hmm. so um rita ora just recently turned 30 Black Widow Baby. (laughs) What's that called again? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) What is that song called? I think it's called Black Widow. (laughs) Fuck. Who's in 
that song? Icky. It's Icky Azalea. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Richard was here so he could like go into that <laughs> verse. Just wrap Rish- it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does she say that Richard used to say all the time? Um. <laughs> well, which one? <laughs> um, the one where it's like runaway, runaway train. Runaway train. <laughs> Master. Master. <laughs> You feel good? Yeah. I feel fucking, fucking hot. <laughs> what a good time, Tire Tire Master. Fuck. Which is the one that um she fell? Do you remember that video where she fell over? Where she fell over? She, uh, what's her name? Iggy Azalea. She was She's rapping on stage and she fell. <laughs> I'm telling that. you, freshman year, we we used to watch a lot of different videos, <laughs> but Iggy was like a mainstay feature <laughs> for us where we would just like go through like all of these videos. Her freestyle of her, rapping. Uh, yeah. When she was concerts. in that um, that radio interview. And they were like, oh, can you freestyle for us right now? And then she, like, just starts, like, saying random things. And I think she starts singing her song. And then uh, one of the people call in, like, a a listener. And they go, that shit fucking sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, oh, Oh. man. And he's just sitting there like, oh. (laughs) She's another easy target. I feel bad because, like. I haven't heard anything about her in a while. Right? I think she had a kid. Maybe all of her songs have flopped since then. What's the last one? The clueless one, right? Fancy. Yeah. It's from like 2014. Oh my god. Yeah. She did do um Pretty Girls with Britney. Ooh. But that's sort of around flopped. the world. Yeah. Pretty girls. Oh, she, her upcoming third studio album is called End of an Era. Uh-oh. Ooh. <laughs> Uh-oh. When is its release date? 2021, it says. <laughs> okay, <good>. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, back to Rita Ora. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. Um, she had a 30th birthday party at a restaurant where she apparently paid this restaurant thousands of dollars to break covid rules she was in egypt the week before so she was supposed to be quarantining right 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 so it's like what are the you fuck dumb is going on here <laughs> are you dumb there it is <laughs> there it is are you dumb what is so they were like all the waiters and waitresses can't wear masks <laughs> they it, were like, i think it was mask. like to eat inside and like have more than more people there more people there she said she had like 20 people there Mm-hmm. You can't have twenty people in a group. Yeah, no. And I guess there was like other people. I don't. I don't know. Actually, I don't know either. Mm-hmm. But you I know saw that, that um, New York like, mm-hmm. indoor dining is coming back. Yeah, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like what? I don't know. It's I'm not gonna be so eating weird. inside. No, 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 no. I have. Oh, even over the summer, I don't think I've eaten inside at all. All right. So, have you been seeing that video of the subway Chucky? 
No, but I don't think I want to. Well, there's a fucking <laughs> little really guy scary. running around dressed up as Chucky, and there's people just the video. <laughs> He's like fucking around with this girl who's sitting in one of the seats. She gets wait, up- wait, wait. Yes, I do. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I do know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good. She gets up because she's like, I'm fucking tired of this, and he runs after her, and so fucking dude yanks him back by the hair. <laughs> there's a video of it yes i need to see that i need okay. to see that <laughs> let me see if i can find it he just said yaga <laughs> he really did <laughs> if that was me i would i would be out i'd be get on my running shoes i'm out I, like there's no way that i'm fucking with the subway chucky <laughs> you know what uh what line he was on because... it looks like a nice train because <laughs> let me not it looks like a four or five or something like that. It's like the um the Christmas tree guy. I'm gonna send it to you on Twitter. Okay. This is we'll post crazy. this video. Yeah. Literally attacking her. Yes. Keep on watching. Um, we'll post this video that's, on our Instagram that's so too. So scary. The mask. Oh my god. I. <sighs> <laughs> Dude literally yanks him back by the head. He like freaking scalps him. He grabs his scalp and yanks him. That's how you know that dude is from New York. <laughs> that's that's funny, but traumatizing at the same if time. If I saw that shit, I'm getting off the train right there. I would need like a week off the subway. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, if I was going into work I, and I saw that motherfucker, I'm calling in. I just oh, saw Subway Chucky. I'm I gotta go home now. <laughs> I'm just on Subway Chucky. <laughs> and then you're, the working people are like, we get it, we get it. <laughs> we get it. So I really wanted to talk about that because what the fuck? All right. So there's been new developments with Army Hammer. Um, his ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. recently went onto a podcast. If I could... <laughs> be great if i could remember this girl's name <laughs> um hold on so he's about to be in a movie about cannibalism Timothee think- Chalamet is. yeah oh interesting mm-hmm. so like they already have like a relationship with each other like a work relationship yes <laughs> dude i don't know what the fuck is happening in my head right now okay Paige lorenz she <laughs> what? fuck. What topic okay. are we on? <laughs> so Paige Lorenz is um Army's ex-girlfriend. Okay. She so a little backstory. She was originally lived in Canada, lived with her boyfriend who played hockey. They broke up. She moved to LA like a couple months later or something mm-hmm. like that. And so Army had been following her on Instagram for a long time because mm-hmm. I remember way before any of this came out and he was still married, mm-hmm. people were like, Army Hammer's just following Instagram models. Like, that's right. all he's following. And right. people were like, this man has no shame. Um, so they were following each other and then she moves out to LA and she, I think, reaches out to him or he does. I don't know. But within three days... They were hanging out and seeing each other like every single day. And Mm -hmm. now here's a little trigger warning. Mm -hmm. Um, She would go over to his apartment and or house. And as soon as she was let in, she would have to go on her hands and knees. 
He would put a collar on her, make her walk like a dog, like all the stuff. It's not trying to shame or anything. If you're into that stuff, you're into it, but you got to do it with a consenting partner. Right. And from what I've read, she was not consenting in it. Really? Yeah. And also, um, like, he was really into, like, knife play. And, like, he carved her, his initials right. into her. Really extreme Yes. That I think yes. are borderline illegal, to be honest with you. <laughs> so she was recently on a podcast where she was just, like, talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... If you want to go listen Wait, to more was she about the it, one that um came out with the statement or something? Um, yes, she came out with a huge statement, but she never alluded to it. She never like said it was Army Hammer, but in this, in the podcast she recently did, mm-hmm. she was like, "It was him. This was it." Yeah, mm-hmm. it's with uh, Sophia with an F. Um, she Sophia is from Call Me Daddy. Mm-hmm podcast and then they broke up so she was on that podcast to talk Mm -hmm. about it if you want to listen to it and like hear her side and like her going more in depth i'd go listen to that podcast Mm -hmm. i don't know if we want to right right Mm -hmm. go in on it here in fact i really don't want to do that Mm -hmm. so right um the next thing is it's been one year since kobe bryant passed away yeah it's just crazy. Crazy. Because it's one of those days that you remember exactly where you were. Yeah. And what you were doing when you found out. Mm-hmm. It's so, I don't know, it's a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Weird feeling. Because sometimes it feels like he's not even dead, you know? Like it's Yeah. Like you forget be. that he's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of those dudes that was, wasn't supposed to ever die. <laughs> right. Right. You know? it, yeah. You just always think that they're always around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sad but his legacy lives on mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Gianna. this is a weird transition so oh, like, <laughs> but bryce hall made a video calling out dave portnoy portnoy yeah pizza guy yeah the pizza guy from barstool because <laughs> because bryce hall believes that dave portnoy changed the vibe of sway house <laughs> and what yeah so he's what does that even mean i don't know what did he do to them well dave and um what's his name josh do a podcast together oh right 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 you're right Mm -hmm. so but like how does that whatever i don't know (laughs) it's a funny it's a funny video it's funny for us not funny for bryce for them i think it's hilarious what did he say he's like playing pool and he's like you're thir- you're you're an old man talking about people half your age and <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's just basically like, just their tweets like the, yeah the back and forth just it's just like, saying it it's bryce hall thinking he's like a lot more influential than he actually is and like right because um apparently ariana grande used them for, for <laughs> publicity Okay, anyways, this is the last thing on the weekly debrief, and uh-huh. I think it's a hilarious way to end it. Uh-huh. Jacob Satorius is recently trending because he was like, hey, y'all, send me. Hold on. Let me pull up the tweet. Wait, I haven't heard about this. He goes, guys, send a selfie with hashtag selfie for Jacob. I want to see all my beautiful supporters. Hype each other's selfies up. And then first, he clicked on his fucking Ed Sheeran covered in cake. <laughs> uh, remember 
Neville from iCarly. Yeah. Someone goes, hi, Jacob. I'm such a big fan. My mom helped me dress for this selfie. And then it's a picture of Neville. <laughs> or frick it. It's just, it's a really funny thing that's happening. Because nobody's sending pictures. Of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? is that He probably does that kind of stuff all the time. All the time. But it's just like the wrong person got, like, saw it. And yes. included themselves into it and made a blow. Uh-huh. I want to go, like, after this and, like, look yes, at all the replies. You definitely should. So that's the last thing on the weekly debris. <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to end it. Yeah. What a, but also, like what the fuck where are all the celebrities and what the fuck are they doing like (laughs) i I really truly do not know i don't know yes it's disappointing because i want them to do shit so we can talk about it so this week i'm pretty excited about my topic okay um okay so i was there's a movie that recently just came out it's on amazon prime i Mm -hmm. highly recommend it it's called one night in miami Mm -hmm. And it is based off of a play. Oh, let me look up the playwright's name. Okay. It's uh, based off a play also called One Night in Miami by Kemp Powers. Mm-hmm. So it is about Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, Jim Brown, and Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Um, they get together after um, Muhammad Ali's um, a fight he has in Miami. And it's like basically all of them sitting in a hotel room kind of like talking about what it's like to be a black man Mm -hmm. and I think it's the 60s that it's based in and Mm -hmm. all this stuff and so my topic topic person that I'm going to be speaking about Mm -hmm. is Sam Cooke you have no idea who that is no I don't Um, (laughs) but let me lay on me yes so there is a Netflix documentary Mm -hmm. on um Netflix obviously Mm -hmm. called the two killings of Sam Cooke Okay. which I highly recommend everybody watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited to introduce this to you because mm-hmm. Sam Cooke, he is actually considered the king of soul music. Oh. And he is incredibly influential on music we hear today. And mm-hmm. he kind of like, not kind of like, he like truly changed the music in- industry mm-hmm. for black people. And mm-hmm. so I think... And also, his death is really mysterious, so it's like, we've got that for me, too. This Excited to learn. <laughs> his story has it all for me. It's right, kind of right. <laughs> death mystery and influential people. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so Sam Cooke was born on January 22nd in 1931 mm-hmm. in Clarksville, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. He was the fifth of eight children. Um, his parents were Reverend Charles Cooke and Annie May. Um in 1933, the family moved to Chicago. He attends Doolittle Elementary and Wendell Phillips Academy High School, which is the same high school that Nat King Cole had attended years prior. Do you know mm-hmm. who that is? I love Nat King Cole. Okay, cool. <laughs> so at the age of six, uh, Sam Cooke and his a few of his siblings start a group called The Singing Children. Um, and then at the age of 14, he joined and eventually became the lead singer of the Highway QCs. These are all like gospel mm-hmm. music really started in gospel music and obviously his father is a reverend um mm-hmm. like when they moved to chicago he became a reverend for a very well-known church that i can't remember the name of mm-hmm. <laughs> but trust me on it right. <laughs> um he was at this time really inspired by this group the solsters 
1950, he got the opportunity to join the group and then eventually became their lead singer. Amazing. Um, so in the 1950, Sam Cooke replaced gospel tenor R.H. Harris as the lead singer for the Solsters. Mm-hmm. And um, sorry, their first recording under Cooke's leadership was the song Jesus Gave Me Water in 1951. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a whole bunch of hits in the gospel um, genre and right. they, I think they like hit a few records and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, so he was credited Sam Cooke was credited for bringing gospel music to attention of a younger crowd of listeners mainly girls who would like fight to go up to the stage and sing really? because Sam Cooke was considered like a very attractive guy he was right. young he was like super charismatic and People were like, young girls were like, I gotta see this guy. I I love him. (laughs) So he really brought gospel music to a younger audience. Mm -hmm. Um, So then his first pop song, so Mm -hmm. he transitions over to pop music. Um, His first one in 1956 is called Lovable. Um, It's a remake of the gospel song, Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And it was under the alias Dale Cook. and it was kind of like him testing the waters to see if he can make it in the pop world. Mm-hmm. And he also didn't want to like alienate his gospel fans. Right. Mm-hmm. But as soon as the song hit the the market, everybody was like, oh, that's Sam Cook. Because this guy has like such a voice that you're like, you know, it's him. <laughs> that it can be no one but him. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Art Roop, who was the head of specialty records at the label of, for the label of Solsters, was uh-huh. like, that's you. Um, <laughs> you. <laughs> obviously. Mm-hmm. But then he gave his blessing um, to Cook to record secular music under his real name. But then he was also unhappy with the type of music Cook mm-hmm. was producing. Okay. So, um, because he was expecting his music to be similar to other like black artists at the time Mm -hmm. type of thing um so he didn't like that and he sam cook eventually left the label Mm -hmm. and um it turns out that lovable was never really a hit um but it was never a flop Mm -hmm. so it really helped other record labels see that like he did have potential kind of thing um so while gospel music was popular, Cook's fans were mostly limited to low-income rural parts of the country and sought to branch out. Mm-hmm. Um, he later admitted that he got an endorsement for a career in pop music um, from his father, who was a pastor, obviously. He mm-hmm. says, quote, my father told me it was not that what I sang that was important, but that God gave me a voice and musical talent and the true use of his gift was to share it and make people happy. So he takes the name Sam Cook with an E at the end right. and begins his um, career in pop music. Mm-hmm. Originally, he was Sam Cook with no E's. <laughs> now he's Sam Cookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in 1957, Cook appears on ABC's The Guy Mitchell Show. And then that same year, he signs with Keen Records. Um, his first hit is called You Send Me. It was released on the B-side of Summertime and spent weeks, six weeks at number one on the Billboard R&B chart, which is like 
a pretty like that's a big pretty good yeah Uh (laughs) yeah um so his the song also had other mainstream successes spending three weeks at number one on the billboard charts um in 1958 cook performed for the cavalcade of jazz concert Mm -hmm. produced by leon heflin senior held at the shrine auditorium on august 3rd um, other people who were there were Little Willie John, Ray Charles. Do you know mm-hmm. who that is? Yeah. Okay, good. Ernie Freeman and Boo Rambo. Uh, mm-hmm. Sammy Davis Jr. He was there to uh, crown the winner. Um, mm-hmm. Although I could have found out who the winner was. <laughs> right. Look and I go that Dave, sorry. <laughs> to be determined. Yes. Um, then Sam Cooke was signed with the RCA Victor record label in January 1960. He was offered a guaranteed $100,000, equivalent to $860,000 in 2019. So, like, a pretty good amount of money back then. But then also, it's like, if you think about it now, and, like, Sam Cooke today would be offered millions of dollars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So his first RCA Victor single... Uh, was called Chain Gang, which is a very popular song. Like, it still is very popular today. Mm-hmm. It reached number two on the Billboard pop charts, and it was followed by more hits called Sad Mood, Cupid, Bring It On Home to Me, um, Another Saturday Night, and Twistin' the Night Away, um, which I have to say, from what I've read and what I've seen, mm-hmm. um, it was really hard for, like, Black artists to hit the pop charts back then yeah and so sam cook was really like a revolutionary when it came right Mm -hmm. to music in general like Mm -hmm. he he like i said before he like truly changed like was the front runner for that yes Mm -hmm. and i feel like we never hear about him Mm -hmm. so i was like let me introduce him (laughs) to emily (laughs) right yes so a little bit on his personal life sam cook was married twice his first marriage was to singer-dancer Dolores Elizabeth Milligan Cook, who took the stage name D.D. Mohawk in 1953, <laughs> right? And then they divorced in 1958. Mm-hmm. Um, she did was unfortunately killed in an auto collision crash in 1959. Oh, my gosh. And Cook paid for his ex-wife's funeral expensive expenses so they were on good terms and everything yes um she was survived by her son joey Mm -hmm. so then in 1958 cook married his second wife barbara campbell in chicago Mm -hmm. and his father performed the ceremony they had three children linda tracy and vincent Mm -hmm. who vincent unfortunately drowned in the family swimming swimming pool oh my god i know so in 1961, this is when, so Sam Cooke was not only just like a phenomenal musician and singer, he had like this crazy business mind. Mm-hmm. So he created his own record label, oh. uh, SAR Records, which is like a thing that Black people just were not able to do even mm-hmm. back then, you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he started this label that was like pretty much exclusively for Black artists. Mm-hmm. Um, the label included Sims Twins, The Valentinos, um, Bobby Womack, Bob, Bobby, Bobby Womack mm-hmm. um, was a part of The Valentinos, and he is, like, also another huge um, 
very influential artist mm-hmm. from that time. Mm-hmm. Um, he, Sam Cooke also created a publishing imprint and management firm called CAGS. Um, he, so here's a story. Mm-hmm. Bobby Womack wrote a song, um, It's All Over Now, mm-hmm. um, which he obviously wrote it, he recorded it, and it didn't, it didn't do as well as it should have, you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then the Rolling Stones, which you know who the Rolling Stones are, yes. right? <laughs> okay. um, they heard the song and they went to Sam Cooke and said, we love the song. Can we cover it? Mm-hmm. And Sam was like, of course you can. Yeah. But since Sam Cooke has a record label, he owns the masters to the song. Mm-hmm. So anytime that the Rolling Stones played the song, it was on the radio or anything, Bobby Womack why do you keep why do I keep on saying that? Bobby <laughs> uh-huh. Bobby Womack and Sam Cook would earn money smart smart because thinking. they they own the he owned the masters to yeah. the song they knew they knew they knew they said if if we can't be successful from it we're gonna <laughs> make money right <laughs> the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 it hit 26 mm-hmm. it hit number one in the UK like it was, it was doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll say it did pretty good. So um, Sam Cooke at the time was focused on singles. Um, in all, he had 29 top hits on the 40 top one. <laughs> Words are hard as shit today. Okay. So in all, he had 29 top 40 hits on the mm. pop chart. And had more on RB, the R&B charts. Um, he was also a prolific songwriter and wrote most of the songs he recorded. He had also a hand in overseeing some song arrangements. And um, in spite of releasing mostly singles, he released a well-known, re- well-received blues LP in 1963 called Night Beats. Mm-hmm. Um, and his most critically acclaimed studio album, Ain't That Good News, um, 1963, Cook signed a five-year contract for Alan Klein to manage CAG's music and SAR records and made him his manager. Mm-hmm. Klein negotiated a five-year deal, um, three-plus years, two-option years, with RCA Victor, in which a holding company, Tracy LTD, named after Cook's daughter, owned by Klein and managed by J.W. Alexander, would produce and own Cook's recordings. RCA Victor would get exclusive distribution rights in exchange for 6% royalty payments and payments for the record sessions. Mm -hmm. For tax reasons, Cook would receive preferred stock in Tracy instead of an initial cash advance of $100,000. Cook would receive cash advances of $100,000 for the next two years, followed by an an additional $75,000 for each of the two option years if the deal went to term. So now we get to the mysterious death of Sam Cooke. So he's in LA in 1964. Mm -hmm. He's out to dinner with with a producer, Al Schmidt, and Al Schmidt's wife, Joan. Um, They're at an Italian restaurant. Everybody in the restaurant knew who he was. Um, Like... It was said that a whole bunch of people were going up to him and being like, oh my God, hey, yeah. <laughs> you're a Sam Cooke. Hey. <laughs> hey. 
So eventually so many people get up, like come up to the table. He's like pulled away to the bar um, and they're at the bar. It's reported that Sam Cooke had three or four martinis. Mm -hmm. And then when, so when the order arrives, Al Schmidt goes up to Sam and is like, hey, our food is here. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to eat? Yeah. Um, He finds Sam with a bunch of uh, music business associates and Sam was actually buying everybody's drinks and he was flashing all of his cash and it's said to be like thousands of dollars (laughs) (laughs) he has all of this cash and it's like thousands of dollars of cash that he had on him that's so scary dangerous Mm -hmm. i know so um he tells al that he and his wife should go ahead with their meal don't worry about me i'm here i'm good (laughs) so in a nearby booth there is a woman by the name of Elisa Boyer. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Cook sees her and says, I like what I'm seeing. Yeah. <laughs> um, before long, they are like very cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, they leave the restaurant at 1 a.m. in Sam's brand new Ferrari and head to a nightclub called PJ's. Um, at that club, they were going to meet back with the Schmitz. But by the time that they arrive, they've left <laughs> like it's 1am I gotta go I gotta run <laughs> <laughs> it's really late for me my guy I gotta go so in the club Sam gets into a heated argument with a guy who was hitting on Elisa uh, Boyer mm-hmm. she apparently asks Sam to take her home and they left at 2am so according to Boyer huh. Sam races down Santa Monica and against her protests pulls onto the freeway she um tells the police that she asked him over and over again to take her home but apparently according to her sam says don't worry now i just want to go for a little ride he strokes her hair and tells her how pretty she was Mm -hmm. um they exit the highway um and boyer again asks to be taken home but sam drove straight to the hacienda motel he gets up to the car walks up to the glass partition of the manager's office he registers under his own name with the clerk, Bertha Franklin. Front, um, front, hmm, Franklin says that she sees Boyer in the car and, and tells Sam that they'd have, he'd have to sign in as Mr. and Mrs. So Sam drives around to the back of the motel. Um, Boyer claims that he dragged her into the room. Again, mm-hmm. trigger warning. Um, mm-hmm. Drags her into the room, pins her on the bed, and starts to tear her clothes off. Mm-hmm. Um, she tells the police, I knew he was going to rape me. Um, she went into the bathroom, tried to lock the door, but the latch was broken. She tried the window, but it was painted shut. When she came out, Sam was already undressed. He gropes her mm-hmm. and then goes into the bathroom himself. Um, Boyer was only wearing a slip and a bra. She picks up her clothes and fled. Um, the first thing she did was pound on the night manager's office. Um, Bertha Franklin didn't answer. Mm-hmm. Boyer then ran half a block, dumped her clothes on the ground, and got dressed. Um, she also took a lot of Sam's clothes. So she mm-hmm. also had his shirt and pants. Mm-hmm. She leaves them on the ground, found a phone booth, and called the police. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Sam is only wearing one shoe and a sports jacket, uh, mm-hmm. came out of the room frantically looking for Boyer. Mm-hmm. He drives the Ferrari back to the manager's office, bangs on the door and says, is the girl in there? Mm-hmm. According to Franklin, when she said no, um, Sam began to work at the locked door and ram it with his shoulder. The frame door ripped loose and the latch gave. Um, Sam looked in, um, saying, where's the girl? Um, Franklin is shorter than Sam, outweighed him by 30 pounds, though. Mm-hmm. She told the police, he fell on top of me. I tried to bite him through the jacket, biting and scratching everything. Finally, I got up. When mm-hmm. I kicked him, I run, grabbed the pistol off the TV and shot. I shot at close range three times. Mm-hmm. Two of the bullets missed, but the third entered his left side, passing through his left lung and his heart and his right lung. Mm -hmm. Sam fell in astonishment and said, lady, you shot me. Um, Franklin claims that he got up again and ran at her. He hit him him over the head with a broom handle. Mm -hmm. This time he stayed down. When the police came, Sam Cooke was dead. This literally feels like a movie. Right? Like I'm picturing it in my head like Mm -hmm. as like a movie. It's like insane. So at 6 a.m. that day, Sam Widow's Barbara was greeted with the news. So, of course, it's way back in the 60s, and uh, news reporters were much bigger assholes than Mm -hmm. they are today. They rush to her house, and they're starting to bite, but, like, they're like, what do you have to say? What do you, like, all this stuff. So Mm -hmm. she's, like, crying in hysterics. Her husband has just died. Mm -hmm. She's trying to hide her children, her two young children from them. (laughs) Sorry. Um. So five days later, at the coroner's inquest, Boyer and Franklin recounted their stories, and um, in it only in a proceeding that barely allowed Sam's lawyer one question. Mm-hmm. So tests showed that at the time of the death, Sam had a blood alcohol level of 0. 0.16. 0.08 is considered too drunk to drive. Right. So he's at it's way. Yes, way he drunk. was. Yes. So Sam's credit cards were missing, but a money clip with $108 was found in his jacket pocket. Mm -hmm. The shooting was ruled justifiable homicide, but a lot of people believe that this is not what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, So Elisa Boyer testified that she met Sam at a Hollywood dinner party and that, and that he sang a song at the party. There's no mention of the Italian restaurant or PJs. She said that she was kidnapped by Sam and couldn't escape because his car was going too fast. Yet when Sam went to the motel window to register, Boyer was left alone in the car. Mm -hmm. She could have escaped or yelled. Um, This article says, which I'll say at the end, um, if it was Sam's intention to rape Boyer, why would he have registered under his real name? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Boyer says she mistakenly took Sam's clothes from the room when she grabbed her own. Um, and then this article says, wouldn't it make more sense that she was merely trying to prevent his pursuit? And people also bring up the fact that she saw the wad of cash that he had on him mm-hmm. at, at the, at the restaurant. So the truth about Boyer came out a month later when she was arrested in Hollywood for prostitution. Sex working now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very clear, 
it is called sex working. Right. The Hacienda Motel had offered three per hour rates, $3 per hour rates, and was a known hangout for the hookers. Um, what this article says, what probably happened is that Sam paid for Boyer's services, and when he stepped into the bathroom, she ran out with his cash and credit cards. This and is true? It, this is all allegedly, because the only people who were there were Bertha Franklin and this woman, Alicia right. Boyer. Mm-hmm. In 1979, though, Boyer was found guilty of second-degree murder of the death of her, uh, of her boyfriend. Oh, geez. Yes. This has a lot of plot twists yeah. to it. Yes. Bertha Franklin, who is an ex-madam. What does that mean? A madam of a... Um, she was kind of like a pimp. but like the woman version so she would find men and like have her own set of girls that worked like underneath her kind of thing okay she was an ex-madam she had a criminal record um she was though forced to quit her job after receiving several death threats she filed a two hundred thousand dollar lawsuit against sam cook's estate for damages and injuries but lost um so for barbara cook her, the wife of Sam Cook. Mm-hmm. Her husband's infidelity was nothing new to her. New to her. She had, she was doing her own thing too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had her own people mm-hmm. on the side. Okay, so the first funeral service for Sam Cook was held on December eighteenth, nineteen sixty four, at A.R. Leak Funeral Home in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Two hundred thousand fans lined up from more than four city blocks to view his body. After. His body was flown back to L.A. for a second service at the Mount Sinai Baptist Church on December mm-hmm. 19th. Excuse it's me. sort of weird. I've never really heard of them, like, flying bodies all over the really? place for different services. Yeah. Is that a normal thing? I think it's pretty normal for, like, very influential Celebrities. people. Mm-hmm. Um, after, so his body was flown back to L.A., um, which Ray Charles sang, The Angels Keep Watching Over Me. Um so cook was interred at forest lawn memorial park cemetery in glendale california Mm -hmm. two singles and an album were released in the month after his death one of the singles shake reached the top 10 of both the pop and r&b charts the b-side a change is gonna come which is considered his greatest song it is a a protest song from the era of the civil rights movement, which I highly recommend everybody watching, listening to. It's a great mm-hmm. song. And it, it's it's crazy how that this song was written in the 60s, but it's still very prevalent of today. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a top 40 pop hit and a top 10 R&B hit. The album also entitled Shake reached the number one spot for R&B albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do his, like, honors and, like, everything. He's gotten a lot of post-death honors, and Mm -hmm. I'm just going to read them to you. Okay. So, first, um, in the stage play One Night in Miami, first performed in 2013 in Mm -hmm. Miami, he was uh, portrayed by Arnaz Arnaz Keen, Mm -hmm. and then in 2020... He was played by Leslie Odom Jr., mm-hmm. who we know from Hamilton. Right. 
1986, Cook was inducted as a charter member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hmm. In 1987, Cook was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And then in 1989, he was inducted a second time into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when the Soul Stirs were inducted. I was going to say, how does he do it twice? (laughs) My man said, hold on. So on February 1st, 1994, Cook received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, Although Cook never won a Grammy a lot when he was alive, he received the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 1999. Mm -hmm. In 2004, um, the Rolling Stone ranked Cook 16th on the list of 100 greatest artists of all time. In 2008, Cook was named the fourth greatest singer of all time by the Rolling Stone. In 2008, he received the first plaque on the Clarksdale Walk of Fame located by the new Roxy Theater. Mm. In 2009, Cook was honored with a marker on the Mississippi Blues Trail in Clarksdale. So many of these words sound like rhyme, and I'm like, am I saying this right? Like what? What? What did you say? Like what? <laughs> did you say like rhymes? Yes, they rhyme. I don't oh, know what okay. the fuck is going on with me right now? Okay. In June 2011, the city of Chicago renamed a portion of the East 36th Street near Cottage Grove Avenue as the honorary Sam Cook Way. Hmm. Um, th- that's where he, the corner that he would hang out as a teenager. Hmm. In 2013, Cook was inducted into the National Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, the founder of the museum said that he was the greatest singer to ever sing. Um, the Sam Cook quote, a change is going to come, is on a wall of contemplative court, a space for reflection in the Smithsonian's National Museum of African American History and Culture. Mm-hmm. And then Sam Cook was inducted into the Mississippi Musicians Hall of Fame. Um, I will so many Hall of Fames. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so a lot of people believe that his death is um, there's a lot of conspiracy conspiracies about his death and why he died. Obviously, what a lot of people believe is. Um, Elisa Boyer's story um people believe that she saw that he had like a ton of money and was just like oh I'm gonna just steal it mm-hmm. and then that happened but then people also believe that he was starting it to get really heavy into the civil rights movement mm-hmm. and he was killed for that um Yes. So I highly recommend everybody go watch One Night in Miami mm-hmm. and the um, documentary about him on Netflix. That's really crazy. Because his life obviously goes a lot deeper than what I've just said. Yeah. <laughs> and just like mumbled through. <laughs> um, so I, I highly, highly recommend watching those mm-hmm. two things and like listening to his music because to be considered the king of soul is kind of I mean, <laughs> it's a pretty big deal. That's a pretty but big deal. Even from just what you were saying, it's like, it's, it doesn't seem like a real thing. You know what I right? mean? Right? It's another one of those things where it's like, this dude was just getting started, mm-hmm. you know? And then, I mean, obviously he wasn't just getting started, but like, people were saying that his career was about to change into another direction. And like, right. mm-hmm. 
people did not like that he had a record label and that he was solely in charge of his own music mm-hmm. because remember at the time um it, this obviously it's been happening for decades and decades but black people would write music and sing it for like record producers and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they would be like, oh, that wouldn't work for your market, but let me have the song. And they yeah, would like, give let me steal it and let me steal it. Mm-hmm. They would pay them like $5 and mm-hmm. then they would give it to white artists. Mm-hmm. And then they so, get no cut, no profits. Of that yeah. Song. And they don't get the masters like Sam Cooke. He was like, hold on, white people, you can have this song. Yeah. I'm like, going to keep the masters. Let me do it myself. Yeah. So, the man was an incredible singer. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's been honored so many times, but also an incredible businessman. And he knew what was up. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was the life of Sam Cooke. It was really good. It was really interesting. Thank you. To hear. Well, thank you for listening to this week's podcast, everyone. Yes. Um, where can they find you on socials, Caroline? At Caroline J. Campos on Instagram. You can follow me at Emily Liz Fink on Instagram and follow us at Not So Famous Pod. Yes. Um, Don't forget us to uh, subscribe to oh, our podcast, Caroline. give us a review. Make sure to like and subscribe, everyone. Give us some stock advice. We're looking to go big, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're looking to invest. If you want to invest in us, email us at Not So Famous Pod. Is it podcast or pod? I don't I'll get back to y'all on that um but email us let us know if you want to sponsor us um partner with us shout us out (laughs) be a guest have anybody know that should be a guest just anything 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 else to add Caroline um give us rate us man give us a review (laughs) (laughs) sorry for the giggles um it's been a weird time yeah all right (laughs) bye (laughs) fuck that was good that was good yeah